0: Welcome to the Briar Hill Buzz. Uh, today we have two very special guests. The first time we're interviewing two people together. They're both Lululemon Briar Hill ambassadors. They both together own an F forty five gym at Young and Eglinton, and they also have a brand new baby who's just over a month old. Welcome, Lena and Chris. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks.
1: All right. Thanks for having us.
0: We're going to dive right in. Tell us where you're at, how things are going, and how the first two months of 2021 have been. Well, <laughs> Well, okay, where we're at. So we are at home,
2: sitting in our bedroom. Um, our nine month old baby is
1: downstairs. She's nine, nine months, nine oh, weeks.
2: Nine week old baby is downstairs with grandma. Um, um,
1: first two months. First two months of kind of been a holding pattern. We're just waiting for the world to change to somewhere semi normal so we can get back to what we do.
2: hmm And our studio is closed, which is sad, but um the silver lining there is that we can be together to wake up and do three AM feeds and <laughs> we can be together here with with Naya for her first um, you know, couple of months mm. of her life at least.
1: Yeah. So- She's getting lots of mummy and daddy time, which is not lost something a lot of kids get. Yeah, so
2: that's the huge silver lining in what's
0: happening. That's pretty exciting that you both are sort of getting a maternity leave of sorts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wasn't planned, but
3: <laughs> wasn't planned, but I'm sure she's
0: loving it. Absolutely.
3: So we want to get started with your background and your personal path to where you are now. We're going to start one at a time, starting with Lena. Everything that we need to know about. Baby Lena, teenage Lena, and then where you are now.
2: <laughs> so I was born in Scarborough. Um, so you know, this is an exciting place to be and a lot of people don't know Scarborough well. We love it. Scar people who are from Scarborough love Scarborough because they really connect with the community and the culture. It was a unique culture here. I grew up with a lot of um hip hop and R and B and reggae and it was Super great growing up. Um, I went to a, a school um, in my neighborhood which is fairly um, small um, and I have great memories of just you know hanging out there and doing my thing. Um, went to high school, I uh, went to Cedar Ray Collegiate Institute which against my father's will um, was where I wanted to be. Um, it wasn't the safest school, I mean, it was kind of a, a rough neighborhood. Um, and I remember there being a full-time cop on, on faculty, which was unique. Um, but I wanted to go there because it was a special arts school, and I applied um, for, to the special arts program. And I was super excited, and my dad was not happy. So our agreement was that he would drive me to high school every day, um, so that I could have that time to just kind of you know do what I need to do and explore you know art. Um, all exciting stuff, ended up being a science person, not an arts person, (laughs) which makes no sense at all. Um, But that was sort of my high school time. Um, And then fast forward to uh, university, went to U of T Scarborough, uh, went to U of T downtown as well. And that's when I started to get into fitness. I just started to really um, get excited about, you know, getting stronger, exploring different types of fitness. I wouldn't say, I was overly athletic. <laughs> Chris will attest to that. <laughs> um, but I like doing different kinds of things um and, and trying different kinds of sports. So um something people might not know about me is that I played hockey as a kid on um a boys' team and they were super rough and not excited to have, you know, one one girl on their team. But um it's one of those things where I got to try to do I wanted to try to do as many different sports as I could. Um yeah, so that's a little bit of a glimpse into who I was growing up. Um, I think fitness kind of started really early um, and kind of appeared at different points in my life. So I have really fond memories of um, going to uh, a gym, my, my elementary school gym with my mom, um, and doing fitness classes with my mom, and <clears throat> literally being the only the only kid in the class so I was in the class with like all these you know 30 40 year old women who were doing you know like kind of like you know your old school rogues classes right but I remember thinking oh I'm so bad I can do like 100 crunches right and really you know everyone else is a little bit struggling and anyway it was I have memories of that so I think that's where it started and that's kind of what brought us through to where we are today and
3: Amazing. Yeah, thank you. That was so thorough. I loved it. There are so many pieces that I want to touch on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's oh. it. That is it.
3: It's perfect, though. So, Lena, we will get back to you. There's still more that we want to find out, but we also want to hear a little bit from Chris and his journey onto where where um, you guys met.
1: Well, I come from a tiny little country town in the middle of the Australian outback. Um, somewhere between, depending on the time of year, about between three and 600 people live there. Um, and it is hot. Um, when, when it's summer in Canada and people go, oh my God, it's so hot here, I just laugh. Because I think Julia Creek has 250 plus days of 45 degree temperatures. So yeah, it's a different life. I grew up watching my dad work in cattle yards and stuff like that. And then we moved to the coast Went to, uh, to another, in comparison to Toronto, another small city of like 120,000 people. Went to high school there. Hated high school. The only good part about high school was rugby. Um, I went to a rugby school. We played two to three times a week. And That was really the only thing that kept me in school was that there was rugby to play. After school, uh, spent a year in Portugal playing rugby, professionally with big air quotes <laughs> um, as uh they paid for me to they paid for me to go there so they paid me a small salary and they let me play, play rugby and that was it so that was a great experience as a 20 year old um, I could have gone back again but I knew that it was probably time for me to do something seriously and that's when I got an apprenticeship as an electrician so went into that Worked for about four or five years and then came to the Lena portion. I don't know, my story's not as <laughs> exciting as Lena's.
3: I think it's so cool moving to Portugal for a bit and then coming home and moving around Australia. Like, where does your relationship start? How does it blossom? Blossom.
1: Mm. <laughs> uh, um, awesome. We met in Australia. Lena was there studying.
2: So I went, to, um, I went to do my master's program, um, master's in public health. Uh, in Australia um, I was sort of going through a really dark time in my life and um, I just needed to I wanted to escape and kind of go somewhere and meet new people and try new things and those kinds of experiences have always saved me in my life so I, I knew I had to do that and I just randomly picked Australia because I knew well, I knew they had a good program I ended up going to Brisbane to do this program and that's where we met on a warm Brisbane evening
1: Saturday night
2: at a bar called Drury. <laughs> um, yeah, and that that's where we met. We, Chris was um, staring creepily into my eyes <laughs> across the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and I wondered, why is this man staring at me so creepily? If that's a word. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, it, was creepy. it was pretty creepy. But yeah. oh, that's okay. Uh... <laughs> Um, yeah, I was staring at her because I hadn't seen anyone as beautiful as her before. <laughs> it's true. Um, but then, yeah, I don't know if it blossomed for a, a while. <laughs> like, I was, I was still working remotely in Australia then. So, like, probably in the next six months, I was in 10 different parts of Australia. And I'd come home for four days and then I'd leave again for another two weeks. And But it was weird
2: because... You know, I distinctly remember my grandmother saying, you know, go to Australia. She was, like, not happy about me going to Australia at all. But she said, go, and she, in her very limited English, managed to string together the words, don't fall in love. (laughs) And I was sort of like, okay, like, that's not going to happen. Of course not. Like, I'm not going to fall in love. I'm going there to, you know, further my education and meet new people and all these cool things. But, like, I was in my mind. Um, And lo and behold, you know, started this relationship mm. with this Ivy guy mm. right near the tail end of my my journey there so I was sort mm-hmm. of wrapping up and we were starting <laughs> ramping up our relationship
1: mm. yeah and Lee kind of moved in with myself and my sister for like the last what month because mm-hmm. you had
2: uh I, cra- I had a crazy roommate.
1: She had a single white female experience with a roommate yeah. um you know. So she moved in with us yeah. and then, then she left me on Christmas day, Christmas Eve. I told her I'd be there in three months, ma- I'd be here in three months, and she's like, What other dude? I'm like, no, no, three months. And it was three months to the day. Yeah, I... he, he wrote me a letter um,
2: when I got on the plane. I had to come home because my dad was sick. Um, and so I kind of, everything was done there anyway. I finished, I graduated, and then my lease was up, so I decided to come back to Trump. He wrote a letter and put it inside and said, I'll see you in three months. And I was sort of like, yeah, whatever. Like, this guy's not going to come to Toronto. Like, this is not going to happen. I don't know what's happening here. And he literally came three and- months.
1: Yeah. I went to the desert and worked in, on a, building a power station for the next three months. And I was, like, home for about, I'd say about 10 days during that three months. I just kept flying back and just making more money. And then jumped on a plane and left. I left. I was working in Victoria then, I think. It was forty seven degrees when I left. And I got here and it was for me, it was still for a yeah. back then. Like so it was like minus three, I think. And it was left like forty seven degrees. So that's a pretty decent temperature change. Yeah.
2: And so that first that first trip was um six weeks and
1: Chris in Christy in an Airbnb. Lena um... didn't tell her family I was here <laughs> for the first month.
2: I didn't know what I was doing. And I are like, what's happening here? No, it's actually a relationship. A thing. Anyway, we had a great six weeks. We, mm. I took them to all of my favorite places, to restaurants. We both gained a lot of weight because we ate out a lot, spent a lot of money. Yeah, we um, just Just ate, having fun together.
1: Ate, drank, and partied, didn't we?
2: Yeah. And then, and then fast forward, you know, that period in between was a lot of back and forth. Um, it was, I think, the longest we spent apart was five months and
1: hmm. uh, which was really really tricky and hard um we were doing zoom calls on skype right. we we're doing skype yeah. and using BBM. BBM. bbm bbm that's a throwback on, on a, <laughs>
3: nobody uses <it> anymore
1: <laughs> on a, on a, with a 15 hour time difference
3: yeah. wow yeah
1: so wow. i used to ring lena from my mind site at it was like 10 o'clock in the morning here um or there sorry and I was on my first break of the day because I used to work 12 or 14 hour days. And it was the first break of the day. I'd sit outside and have flies crawling in my face everywhere outside of the, the mess. And Lena would be getting ready to go to sleep. but like She would be exhausted. She would stay up to talk to me at the middle of the night. But...
0: Wow. I'm getting the vibe here that, Chris, you're a bit of a romantic. The proposal. How did it happen? <laughs> Who did it?
1: Uh, the proposal, (laughs) I did it, um, it was just before we went to Australia, yeah, well, Lena is pretty bossy, so (laughs) it could could be, uh, no, I, I planned it out for some time, I got her mum to, it was just before we went to Australia for Christmas, um, and I got her mum to pick her up and take her and say, just bring her to the spot in Pickering near the waterfront, because um, it was supposed to snow, and Lena loves snow, so she gets there to. Oh, her mum convinces her She's like, Mum, why are you taking me here to look at Christmas lights? Like, it's what are we doing there? Yeah. And there's <laughs> no snow, but there's sleet. So I'm standing out in this slushy, rainy shit. Waiting for Alina to turn up. Huh? Freezing. It was <laughs> Freezing. supposed to be, supposed know, to be nice I and romantic. It was, like
2: evening, it was a beautiful evening, magical snowy evening no. the snow was falling down. It wasn't. Right over the water, frozen lake situation. But really, in my mind, like the sun went down a little earlier and we were about 10 minutes late arriving and it was no to sleep. So it was just dark blackness and uh. really we were just sitting standing outside and I said I know what you're doing I got really anxious because I'm like it's really hard to surprise me as a person um and he was trying to and I was kind of picking up on little things that my mom was doing doesn't add up I know what's going on so it's impossible
1: to buy Lena a present because she'll (laughs) if it's coming up to Christmas or her birthday she's trying to find out what it is (laughs) beforehand. <laughs> this year not so much because she's too exhausted with the baby but that was, the proposal. That was it i bought I, I had a ring specially designed for her and it's like completely different to anybody else it's like a black diamond because that's what lena wanted and cool. since we opened the business i think she's probably won it once <laughs> <laughs> so a, a black diamond or a wedding ring doesn't or engagement ring doesn't go very well with an f45 class
0: so. Yeah. Yeah. I get that well when you when we do reopen I want you to wear it to the store one day because I do want to see that black diamond ring um you can show you it better. off to all of us it gives you an excuse to put it on uh but you bring <laughs> you bring up F45 which is a a great way to sort of dive right in tell us about that mm-hmm. tell us about now you're you're together you're married what brought you to opening a gym uh, at Young and Eglinton's
1: um, it's funny enough, Young and Eglinton was an area that Lena used to take me to a lot before we had any real connection to it. There's a couple of restaurants that Lena has always gone to. Well, was there only really Lebeck, left and now right? Mm-hmm. Um that we still go to. Um Lena took a, took me there when we did the first six week trip and I was like, Wow, this is a cool area. It's not as not as hustle and bustle as the downtown or well it is now, but ten years ago it wasn't. Um we got a, a friend brought the idea of F forty five to us and we kinda went, You go and start one and see whether it works and then, then we'll have a think about it. So I just, <laughs> wanted to see some proof. I'd seen it in Australia, but um group fitness was definitely not something that I was into in Australia. Like my my original thought was that group fitness was like a body pump class or a spin class and that's just not my jam. Um but then when he opened here um we went to that to support him and we're okay, this is pretty cool. This isn't what I thought it was going to be and it's just so simple. It the the workouts work, people get the results, it builds a community, it's fun. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I, I was the same. I kind of felt like I was this Chris and I we we both worked out separately and we had it was sort of a thing that saved us in so many different parts of our life, right? Um when we came together we um, at that time, I was I had a, a rental unit that Chris used to stay in, but when he went back, I rented it out. Um, anyway, we moved in with my my parents at the time, and we were working out together in the basement because it was kind of this it's been this thing that we do is just work out together. And um, I that I really enjoyed that, but I wasn't really a group fitness person either. I really felt like I did I I, I got the results I needed when I was just me against myself. Um, and he Chris
1: was very much the same way. Hmm. But now Lena's the total opposite. If I can convince her to do something that is an F forty five, it's like I'm like, just let's do a workout. I need to go to the studio. I'm like, No, you don't. We could we did this for a long time, but yeah. she just loves it so much that
2: Yeah, and it's because it, it's because, you know, yes, there's a great community and we can talk about that a little bit later, but um, it's just that when you're doing an F45 workout, even though there are people around, you're really able to get the energy of the group, um, but you're still kind of doing your own thing. Right. Um, and you're pushing yourself and you've got the little voice in your head. So to me, it's very much, um, the piece that was missing was that group vibe, like that energy with, and, and just having, being able to put my brain on autopilot and not get distracted and that kind of thing. Um, but that's to, to get back to your question about how this all started Um, But Chris kind of always flying and flying out and, you know, working away. Um, When he, when he moved to Toronto, uh, it was kind of, it was hard to kind of keep that up. And we kind of felt like this was something that we shared. It was an opportunity that kind of popped up out of the blue. Mm -hmm. Um, And we said, why not take a chance and and give this a shot? We're both into it. I really love the model. Um, He loves the model. Why don't we just try something different uh, and try to, the
1: business owners for the first time um and do some things together which is you know challenging at first but you know turned out to be a really
2: beautiful thing yeah that's where positive chris
1: came from yeah. <laughs> so and this is alter so, ego yeah then ego, chris. positive chris arrived all right my um my long time friends think it's hilarious when they see me now and when i'm talking to people either clients or people about the business and i'm like this happy um energetic person where usually i'm like fuck this i hate everybody (laughs) (laughs) but that's not anymore so one of my friends (laughs) (laughs) yeah his his sister and him both decided ah this is positive chris this guy's this is not the normal person that we know that that we know and love who is this guy
0: what is the big vision of the studio i've heard a lot about the community that you've built and the people that you've brought in to really make it feel Kind of like a mom and pop shot, tell us about your vision and how you find these workouts helping people and boosting their mental well being
1: Well, we definitely believe or know that we we help people 's mental health. We get told that all the time. Um, we also see it like i see I see people walk in who 've never exercised in their life, but they well when we especially when we used to have a free trial we 'd have these people turn up and like be fidgeting at the front door, freaking out, who never been in. And our, our philosophy at, at 45 Young in Eglinton has always been make them feel at home from day one. We'll make them feel like they are a member as soon as they turn up. Find another... It was easier before COVID and everyone's kind of scared to talk to each other. Um, but we would put them with one of our members that we knew would make them feel like their best friend mm-hmm. from day one. And we have lots of those um, And we just then we'd work through a class with them, trying to make them feel as comfortable with a completely new medium that they were dealing with. Like someone who's never squatted before, and then they see Corey G on a screen going, doing squats. They're like, what is this thing? I don't know how to do this. And they feel really awkward. And it's all about, for us at Young and Egg, has always been about making sure that they, one, felt comfortable. Two, did the movement safely, and three, enjoyed it. Like, they're probably the three biggest things. Um, and those things all come with the community. Like I said, you put them with someone who who already is a a, a diehard, who wants to help, who wants new friends. Um, we have this community that grew with Lena and I kind of implementing that idea. And then they're like best friends, so like people who – had moved to the city from different parts of the world or different parts of Canada and had no, no real friends or family and their friends and family are now other members from F45 Young and Eglinton.
0: Looking at this post pandemic world, which will hopefully be done soon. uh, Or if it's not, as we continue to navigate through this challenging time, what are your goals? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, first one, we have another studio to open. Once we get out the other side of this, we bought another F45 territory just, bordering our so forest hill um we've just been sitting waiting for to see what's happening with the world but i've kind of realized in the last probably 10 days i've got a light of fire under myself and Mm. under lena and get moving on that and find a space and get that open and that will potentially be lena's second baby i'm i've spoken to lena about this a lot since we closed the studio with for covid Um, there's like five or six new buildings that have opened at Young and Eglinton. So there's like five or six new buildings of people that we want to engage with and we want to welcome into our community. So Mm -hmm. I watched them go up in the the 12 months prior to COVID and I was like, okay, I can't wait to get into all these buildings. And then everyone went into hibernation. So hopefully once Mm -hmm. we get at the other side of this, everybody be ready for fitness.
2: Yeah. And I think the silver lining too is that um, we were in a great place. I mean, I think business-wise too, our studio was doing really well. Um, you know, leading up to COVID, and then COVID hit, and no one knew what was happening, right? Um, but it's definitely, if we want to find a silver lining here, there's an opportunity to look at growth a little bit more and expanding like what we can offer at our studio to the huge community that is young in eglinton right so it's like chris said it's a growing community there's so much density there um we did a rooftop session and it was so cool because um our rooftop boot camp was could be seen by all these people in the buildings that were surrounding and we got quite a lot of phone calls and emails about it so
1: one complaint (laughs) one
2: one noise complaint because we do like our music (laughs) loud listen we're not gonna lie yeah
1: it was um, 8.30 on a Saturday morning, <laughs> and I thought it was a little bit loud. There was only about 10 <laughs> jackhammers going in the background, but yeah. my music was too loud.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's, a, well, we have, that's <laughs> the best time for us, right? Early in the morning, pumping it nice and loud, um, getting what we need to do done. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the goal, and I think we want to be a little more calculated about it and more strategic and get the team on board first and then really be able to kind of just plow through it break through the doors when we can open again. So we're excited for it.
0: That's exciting. And we're, we're excited for you too. And please keep, a, keep in touch and let us know, especially at Briar Hill, what we can be doing. And we look forward to the days we can be back in a studio doing this in real time. Um, we're going to move to the next portion, uh, which is kind of the last thing we do before we let you go here on the podcast. And it's going to be hitting you with some great rapid fire questions. So, let us know the okay. first thing that comes to mind. What's your favorite Lululemon product?
1: ABC joggers. <laughs>
3: um, I'm wearing a lot of line pants these days. Uh, who is the early bird and who is the night easy?
1: Me, early. Yeah. early owl.
3: yeah. Favorite workout? F45 workout. <laughs>
0: Any workout. Any workout. <laughs> and F45. We'll plug the business. Okay. Definitely
2: strength-based for me. Um, if it's an F45 workout, it's usually red diamond because there's four rounds. Um, of a strength workout,
1: and I love that. Um... Uh, F45 workout for me would be Roman's. It's also a strength workout. It's probably one of the first ones you do. Um, it's basic. It's simple. It makes me feel like I'm still being a meathead working out yeah. in the gym. Um, <laughs> outside of that, I love hill sprints in 40-degree temperatures. Um, I used to do hills or stairs. When I lived in Brisbane, I used to do I, – I worked – um it works night shift and i used to get like by eight o'clock in the morning in brisbane it's 35 degrees and 100 percent humidity and i'd go straight from night shift to this set of stairs at kangaroo point and run them and people would be like what are you doing you idiot like you have to be here by 5 a.m and it was like it's not hot enough for me let's go
2: (laughs) and then you know he'd do he'd he'd run all the way to my to my complex which was like this little like memorable place type of complex but it had a, a nice pool in it he'd run to my place jump in the pool and then show up at my door soaking wet and i remember thinking what a loser like, <laughs> what? he's trying to make an impression like why does he have to show up at my door without his t-shirt on soaking
1: wet it
0: worked
3: anyway i love it anyway sorry <laughs> okay. no that was perfect <laughs> uh next question first place you would like to visit after the travel restrictions are oh, lifted? Yeah. where he needs to go and visit because his family we're going to australia
1: we need to go to australia but first place lena would like to visit would be india
2: i would like to go to india yeah. i would like to go to india for sure that'd be amazing yeah. and i yeah i feel like yeah you'll I'm the it. only indian person that hasn't been to india so i need to go
1: and i just need a beach so i can go out in india too <laughs>
0: On that, your favorite Indian food dish,
1: I really like uh, this um appetizer called pani pori. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh,
1: okay. Um, when it, I will, it was one of the things that I had we had to have at our wedding, so at one of our many events, we had to have it at and I, I smash it. It's like three, it's like you pour water into these little crusty shells, you tap the lid off, you put like um chickpeas and what else yogurt yeah. yeah and and the water and i will just sit there and eat a hundred of them
3: <laughs> and i just love like barbecue chicken tikka it's my favorite yeah. uh who is the better coach
1: oh um i don't know about that one
3: i think chris is the better coach
1: it's just as long as i'm not coaching Lena.
2: he's a chris is a better coach chris chris is a better yeah for sure he's very technical so he's got a lot of you know, technical skills. And he'll he, he's lately, Chris has been really into movement. Um, so really studying movement um, and, and looking at rehab and injury a little bit more um, so that I think when he brings that to it, it really changes the game because he's looking at you moving correctly. And that's, that's, like I said, a huge part of what we do at a 45 Young and Egg. It's not, um, we don't take that lightly. We really want people to move correctly and not hurt themselves.
1: I would rather someone stopped coming <laughs> to a 45 young and egg because they thought I was too technical rather than them stop because they blew their back out. Cause cause that shitty coaching was letting them do it. doing doing a, a movement crap. Um, it's mm-hmm. like I, I actually have had people say you're on my butt way too much, yeah. and I'm like, okay, cool, but your your squat looks awesome now. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, yeah, you're right. and they stay.
2: Yeah,
3: but let's talk about your squat. Mm.
1: I look probably agree. I with love that. that so
3: much. <laughs> Another question for both of you: one word to describe your outlook for 2021.
1: Hmm. Re-engage
2: yeah motivated I I feel motivated um, to get to crush it I think I'm tired we're all
3: tired and there's only one way to move and that's forward right so I just wanted to say thank you on behalf of all of us and everyone else who will be listening to this podcast uh, for taking the time to share your stories Uh, I know that I got chills I got a little teary eyed towards the end I felt all the emotions so thank you for conveying your passion to us today Um, And thank you to our listeners for checking um, out our episode today and uh, make sure you can check out um, Chris and Lena um, on the Young and Eglinton uh, F45 when they reopen. And then where else can they find you? Well, we're really, um, we're around in the neighborhood a lot. So if you want to catch us in person, we're always around. So you can send us text
2: or shoot us a DM or something on Instagram. Um, My handle is, uh, um, just Lena Vadera, L E E N A V A D E R A, and Chris.
1: I don't even know what mine is.
2: is Logzy Y E. His handle is uh, Logzy, which is his nickname from Australia. Um, we're not going there. We're not going to go there. Yeah, we probably should go there. <laughs> um,
1: and you can also, once this weather turns a little bit, you'll be able to find me, probably with Naya now, walking mm-hmm. around. Drinking way too much coffee every day. (laughs) Um, Bouncing around Young and Eglinton. Um, Trying to get people back (laughs) in our doors.
0: So we're around. I love it. Well, I can't wait to see you with your coffee and with baby Naya. Thank you again for joining us today. Uh, This has been the Briar Hill Buzz. The Briar Hill Buzz is recorded through Anchor. Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. It was produced by Christopher Brackett and Ada Neely. If you liked today's show, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review, and find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.